Okay, good morning, everybody. <clears throat> Topic this morning is smoking in halacha. Some of the uh, historic background regarding smoking. The first description of tobacco in the Western medical literature is dated 1561. However, we know that American Indians smoked tobacco for hundreds of years before the Spanish came to America. For about 200 years after the West uh, received the Masora of smoking, in medical literature the assumption was that it was very good for you. It was beneficial um, for many different ailments, especially for skin, for digestion, for respiratory disorders, ironically enough. Uh, medical opposition to tobacco began in the 18th century. People don't realize, everyone thinks 1964, but really hundreds of years um, going back to 1761 is the first article they have publishing some of the potential uh, hazardous side effects of smoking. Who's over there? Cigarette smoking, we now know, is more dangerous than cigar or pipe smoking. However, all pipe and cigar smokers have a greater risk of lung cancer than lifelong non-smokers or former smokers. People over the age of 45 who smoke have an 80% higher mortality rate than non-smokers, and people who smoke above 60 have a 125% higher rate of mortality. How many millions of people die a year from smoking or diseases directly related to smoking? So the answer is between two and a half and three million people die worldwide annually from the effects of smoking. In the United States alone, and and this number to me was staggering, how many people die a year from a disease directly related to smoking? What would you guess? Well, one question is, how many people die a year in the United States of America? Can somebody Google that for us quickly? Yisro, (laughs) what do we have? Let's get some percentages here. Any guesses from the crowd? Half a million. Huh? Half a million. Half a million a year in all of America? Three million. No, 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 that's no, 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 no. How many people die in America? Uh, could be about three million. Is that right? Yeah, two million eight hundred thirty. Okay, two point eight. Okay, how many deaths a year from diseases directly related to smoking? Four hundred and eighty thousand. So, what percentage is four hundred eighty thousand of two point eight million? Yisrael. Where's Ari Roth when we need them, right? Oh, Yaakov? A little less than 20%. A little less than 20%. Those numbers are staggering. I don't think anyone, I definitely did not assume it was that significant. About 20% of everybody who dies in the United States of America annually is directly related to smoking. That's Oyum Venora. You know, what have we all been talking about for almost the last year? The pandemic. How many people have died from the pandemic? A million and a half. How about in America? 
Almost 400,000, right? So that means that the pandemic of smoking is greater than anything caused by the present pandemic. That's all you Venora. Studies show that 85% of cancers of the lung, mouth, throat, and upper esophagus are related to smoking. 85% of those cancers, and about 30% of cancers of the pancreas, kidneys, and urinary tract are related to smoking as well. Now, we go back to the writings of the Chafetz Chaim. And there's actually a few places where the Chafetz Chaim speaks negatively against smoking. This is well before 1964. This is actually an essay in his Sefer, Zachar Miriam, where he's encouraging people not to waste time and the, the sin of Bittal Torah. He speaks about reading newspapers, how much time is wasted every day by reading the newspaper, and sometimes people are so addicted they even read more than one. Right, what would the Chafetz Chaim say about, about what we do nowadays? And then he says, besides reading the news, another huge waste of time is Ishon Sigarian, smoking cigarettes. Besides the fact that they damage the body as is known, right? he's writing this in the 1800s, There's also another factor that people might not think about, is the Bittal Torah. It takes someone away from learning, from Ruchnius. A person who smokes consistently easily could take half hour of his day on the tikkunan. What does that mean? The rolling of the cigarettes, right? And the actual smoking. You could argue nowadays, Baruch Hashem, you don't have that level of bitl Torah. You don't have to roll your own cigarettes anymore. You could buy them prepackaged. There were many Bote Majrash yeah, that were filled with smoke. Um, so, what the Chafetz Chaim is referring to with the actual smoking, I'm not sure. But we also know going back many, many decades that even before we knew it was as hazardous as we know nowadays, there were places who were makbid. You know, people were sensitive to it, people didn't like it, and it's clear in halacha you have the right to be makbid, which is an interesting discussion, that <coughs> dichotomy between uh, autonomy, person being able to say, listen, it's a free country, I can do whatever I want. You don't like the fact that I smoke, so I won't give you a cigarette, but I could smoke. But that smoke is impacting me. Right? So that's an interesting question. In halacha, though, people have the right to be makbid. But the, uh, the Chafetz Chaim goes on to say, if you think about it, you add together all the time, every day, it adds up to hundreds of hours of bitl Torah. And this is a very interesting paragraph. He says, obviously I know that many people would respond to what I'm saying by, uh, by claiming they're a nusim. This is, this is something I can't control. I'm addicted. I, know, I don't have the, the, the Bechira to stay away from it. 
That's what you might claim. Responds the Chafetz Chaim, Aval HaSheela Tia Migorim Lechem Shetiyu Anusim. The question though is, who caused this? Who was the one who created the state of Ones? You caused this upon yourself. And therefore I understand how incredibly difficult it might be, but you can't take out the Ones card if you're the one who brought the Ones upon yourself. And therefore you have to take accountability for, for this behavior. Yeah. Do we always view addiction as an ones? Uh, no, as that it's the person who caused it. In other words, you don't come out of the world smoking cigarettes, so I understand what you're saying. But you, you started about this happening, you became addicted to it. But the truth is, if mommy was smoking, right? So there are certain things that people do, like with alcoholism or whatever, to, that they're basically self medicating because they have, they do have, I mean, like, at that time, I would assume people didn't like, view it like that. But I think that now, we have a little more information about sort of some, some reasons why some, certain people get addicted. 100%. And we could also point to personalities. And you know, from a young age, you, you could look at certain factors and say, you know, he will be more prone towards addiction, at least in certain areas. I think his main point is, it's something that we do have control over. How much of my Bechira led to my present state that's a question only a Kaddish Baruch Hu can answer. I remember... What's that? It sounds like a pretty major principle. Yeah, that the truth is, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter has a famous letter where he speaks about this concept in regards to mitzvos and neveros. Thank you so much, Gershon. Shkoyach. He says, for example, you take a guy, he's uh, 24, he went to Orsameach for a little bit, now he's getting into Judaism, never read a Gemara in his life, but he's breaking his teeth hours a day, trying to learn how to read a Gemara, trying to read a Posik in Chumash. The, the tsar, the anguish that he's going through, is, is very intense, and therefore the schar, the reward, is incredible. But what happens three years later, that after all of his hard work and the melus, now he can read it pretty well, right? With the help of an art scroll, with the chavrusa, but he doesn't have that same pain. So says Rabbi Yisrael, it's not mistavir, it's not reasonable to assume that he would now get less reward for his limon ha because he worked so hard to get here. Right? The same reward you got as you were breaking your teeth on it will be the same reward you will receive even 10, 15 years later. Well, now it's mamish like uh, it flows. But he says the opposite is also true. If I make choices to put myself into a situation where Ba'asher Husham right now, all right, take the Gemara's example of taking one's child with a bag of money around their neck and placing them in the Pesach of the base zona. If you put yourself in a situation where you could officially say, I can't help myself, I've been ones, so I'm still held accountable based on the fact that I had Bechira to get myself here. So it works in both directions. I remember, I think I've told this story before, 
I was visiting somebody in the hospital over here in uh, Boca Regional. And after hanging out there for 20, 30 minutes, I was getting in the elevator. And as the elevator door is opening, I hear this older lady crying to the nurse at the, uh, the nursing station. Is there a rabbi? Is there a rabbi here? My sister's dying. We need a rabbi. So I waited to see what her reaction was, and she says, no, we don't have anyone on staff right now. So I turned around, and I said, I'm, I'm a rabbi, and we schmoozed a little bit, and she said her sister was a chain smoker for her whole life, and now she's dying of lung cancer. Can you please come in the room and give her some comfort? So I walk in, and uh, her sister's there in bed, very, you know, dramatic scene, just the, the coughing and not being able to speak that well, Bechlal. And um, we were talking a little bit, I was trying to be mechazek as much as I could, and then the doctor comes in, and this guy was a rookie, right? So the first question she asks, and this question will probably stay with me for my whole life, because it, it mamish hit me very hard. She was like crying out as loud as she could, did I cause this to myself? Did I cause this to myself? It sounded like her icker pain was not the fact that she was dying, but the thought that she brought this upon herself. So before I had a chance to respond, the doctor right, swoops in. Based on all of his medical knowledge, he said, well, listen, we've known for decades that smoking can cause... <laughs> and I pushed him aside. <laughs> can you imagine that, right? Emphysema and cancer and heart conditions. Ay, <laughs> sometimes the lack of seichel is astounding, even amongst medical staff. But, but that to hair that we bring this on to ourselves, it, it's the onus itself. Right now, I can't, I can't do anything, but, but I have to do something because I'm held accountable for the choices that led me to where I am. Says Ramosha. Ramosha finds in his two chuvas in the subject. Now the truth is we're jumping here straight to the chuvas, a lot of background information that's interesting, but because of time restraints, I want to jump straight to the chuvas addressing directly the question of smoking. The first chuva was written Hanukkah time, Tuf Shin Chavdalid, which is 1963. <clears throat> One good way of remembering or, or deciphering a date is Tuf Shin is always 1940. So you have in mind, whenever you see Tuf Shin, that's 1940. So Tavshin Chafdalid, that's nineteen forty plus twenty four. But because it's Hanukkah time, we know it's not yet the new year secularly. So it was nineteen sixty three. So this is obviously a very, uh, very significant time in the history of smoking. And he was uh, paskening here. He nebedaver ishin segariot vaday mekiven sheish chashash lihischalos mizeh. He says, of course, because there is a concern that one can get sick from smoking, it's roy lihizohir, it's appropriate to be careful and avoid smoking. But to say that it should be usr based on placing oneself into a dangerous situation, He quotes the Gemara, we have in many places, which we actually, we saw in the tshuva of Rav Asher Weiss a couple weeks ago regarding the question of the vaccine. 
that if many people are doing something and we don't see people are dropping dead left and right from this particular behavior, even though objectively it might be dangerous, Shomer Psaim Hashem, you're allowed to live your life as normal and Hashem will protect you. Ubefrat, and he says, and listen, you look at the world, so many Gedolei Torah in previous generations, and even in our time, they do smoke. So it's hard to say, therefore it's Asr min hadin, leke iser, lif naiver behoshatas eish, vegafruris, vegafrurim ma'ashin. And he says, therefore, there would not be a problem of giving somebody a cigarette, or giving him a light, that would not be leaf naiver. So in 1963, Ramosha definitely understood there were concerns regarding smoking, but he did not come out to say it was Asr, but he did say it's Roy Lehi Zohar. Now we fast forward to 1981. All right, this is after more research and more discoveries regarding the, the hazards of smoking. Nonetheless, he pretty much takes the same approach where he says, again, you could argue Shomer Psai Meshem. The example he gives here in this tshuva is he says, we know the Rambam in the fourth parak of Ilchas Deus tells us there are certain foods we have to stay away from, and there are healthy foods that we should be eating. And he has a whole parak describing a healthy, well-balanced lifestyle. V'ayim b'Rambam parak Dalid. And he doesn't say anywhere in the parak that eating something that's not healthy is an iser derais or even an iser derbanan. But rather he says, this is the very end here of the paragraph, he has a svara ba'alma. He says, since our whole goal is to be servants of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and it's impossible to excel in our learning, in our tefillah, and anything else in the spiritual realm, if we're not feeling well, Therefore, the Lashon of the Rambam is, you have to distance yourself from all of these different activities or foods that can be detrimental. But lo shayich osra and mamish, explains Ramosha, it's not shayich to say these things are osr. Me'acher deharov mehen en yanei hana, ularuba deruba deinshi lo mazik lehu klum. Right, the Rambam writes in the Shemona Parakim, he, he did not hold back punches with his uh, medical advice. He said, anyone who eats food just because it tastes good, with no concern for what kind of impact it will have on their, on their health, they're just the same as a behemoth, right? You and a behemoth are the exact same thing. You have no discipline, you have no self-control. So he did not believe in doing anything that was unhealthy. Nonetheless, he did not say it's asr. So it sounds like Ramosha is concluding, even in 1981, where they still were missing much of the information we have nowadays, but they had more than 1963, is that the Rambam would look at you and say, you're a behema. And it's definitely Minha Roy Li Zohar. But to say it's Mamish Aser, 
that he did not feel comfortable doing. However, he does conclude, he says, those who are rogil, those who are addicted, so they have a hana when smoking, and they have great pain when they're not able to do so. He says the kilkol, the destruction that it could bring to the body, and the cancer that it can cause, he says these are obviously things that are very dangerous. And even though you, it sounds like the person who was addressing the question to Ramosha was a doctor, he says you're working in a hospital, and all patients who go to the hospital are usually sick, right? Unless you live in Boca. And, um, and in the base Cholim, you're seeing a lot of terrible things and a lot of disease. But if you look throughout the world, I'm not convinced that you have Ruba the Ruba, you have many, many people who are suffering from these diseases. And he says, Avada min Every person, and for sure B'nai Torah, should not smoke. Because there definitely is a concern for sakana. And there's no benefit to it. And therefore, he says, Make sure you do not become addicted. Make sure your children do not become addicted. And he says, besides all the dangers involved with smoking, the whole idea of making yourself addicted to anything is something that we want to stay away from. The goal is kadoshim to you, to be prushim, to, to become more separated and, uh, and not addicted or indulgent. And this is doing the exact opposite. So although he's somewhat more... Um, well, what's that? Where's the Lashen? The what's that? But he goes on to explain, what does he mean? Because you're being mamshech atzma l'ribuwe taivos v'hanos. Listen, I think it's clear from this tshuva, he, he, he has a, a more negative perspective than 1963. And regarding getting addicted, he's very munch right? But the way he starts off the paragraph is, because and for sure not to leave He's not saying outright that smoking is usher. That was 1981. Yeah. Oh, so like socially, like you know, having a barbecue with friends and like, every like three months you have it. So so far from what we've seen. To have, to have a cigar to celebrate. You know, you had a baby girl, and you're going to go outside of the porch and have a cigar. Does not seem to be any isser in that. So we did see from the Encyclopedia of Jewish Medical Ethics, he was quoting sources that a cigar and a pipe seem to be less dangerous, but still you look at the rate of cancer of people who smoke cigars and pipe, so they're definitely higher than people who don't smoke at all. 
Now, I just want to point out one thing here. He was writing in 1981 that we don't see Ruba the Ruba people um, coming out with the disease directly based on smoking. If you look up the CDC or other basic research on the topic, in 2020, now we would say, I think, very different. We say more than two-thirds of smokers will die earlier from cigarette-triggered illness. That's more than two-thirds. That's, that's a strong rove. If a person averages 10 cigarettes a day, he is double the risk for dying early than your average person. A person who smokes a pack a day, his risk is quadrupled more than your average person. Right? Hundred percent. So it's very hard to, to apply the tshuva, even the nineteen eighty one tshuva, to what we know Bisman Hazeh, because likely if we were to present all of this information to Ramosha, it's very likely he would not have the same approach. However, we have to see Poskim who say this explicitly, and it's interesting to see Poskim who said this even in the times of Ramosha. And Kol Shekane Bizman is a question. Do you apply the same <clears throat> um, Likely, we would apply that same distinction. Ramosh would probably say that having a Lachaim here and there is not a problem. But to do something to become addicted, that should be just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, you could argue. Becoming addicted to anything that is harmful to the body is Asr. Ramosh took it one step further. He said becoming addicted to any Hanah is Aser. Yeah. To follow up on that, uh, in, in indulging in anything that is, to, is an Iser. So, besides, I mean, taking Purim out of the question, anybody ever getting drunk, would there be any better for that? Well, the answer seems to be yes, because if it's not a lifestyle, and a person is, is mature enough to, you know, to know how to be nohig when he's drunk, to get drunk here and there does not sound like there would be an iser to it. Even right. if it's indulging in the tightness of the, the world? Uh, again, the main issue he's bringing up is doing something that causes a, a, a need for consistent indulgence. And that, that's a lack of kadoshim to you. Yeah. So in order to make that distinction, then doesn't that mean that we can't lump every drug into the same category? So meaning that you can make the argument that caffeine and alcohol are not as highly addictive. Chaim, Chaim. Um, they're not as highly addictive as nicotine. And so the argument has been made many times that nicotine is very highly addictive even from the first few. Hundred percent. We're going to see that distinction in Rav Asher Weiss's Shuba. He makes that distinction. Okay, let's see quickly the Tzitz Eliezer. Rav Eliezer Waldenberg. We have many great Shufas um, regarding medical issues from the Tzitz Eliezer. And he addresses Ramosha head on. He says, Le'or zeh, after going through all of the dangers of smoking, there is no doubt, ki mokum there is no room for one to say to him or herself, as others wanted to suggest. That since many people do it, and perhaps you could uh, <clears throat> apply the idea of Shomer Psai Mashem, like Ramosha did. That's only said in a case where the danger is not so 
evident, it's not so clear. And reality is not, is not clearly the opposite of what people are doing. Meaning if everyone's doing something extremely dangerous and many people are getting hurt or dying from it, you can't apply Shomer Psayim Hashem. What year was this written This was, I think, 1985. So not that long after the Moshe. But when it comes to the issue of smoking, and for sure the last few decades through research in the medical world, it's been revealed to us the hezek haguf hamerubim, all the different um, elements that can and do come from smoking. And this information has already spread throughout the world to the point that in many countries they mandate that on the cigarette package itself it says, right? The head doctor or the surgeon general warns that this can kill or harm you. He says in America... Um, this information is, is made public as well. He says, Dafka, last week, they said in America that more than 100,000 Americans have died in the year from cancer due directly to smoking. Right? So this was 40 years ago, and now we said we have almost 500,000 Americans dying per year. Ki ishun sigariot hu ki yom ekari he says, smoking nowadays is one of the leading causes of cancer in America. And therefore, He says, for certain, to be helim ayin, to hide one's eye from all of this. And to almost push it aside by suggesting Shomer Psai Meshem can apply to this realm is something that he feels very strongly is just not acceptable. I want to just continue here. We'll finish off the tshuva. He quotes from the Chafetz Chaim. He says, The Chafetz Chaim speaks about the Isser of smoking because it does damage. The Chafetz Chaim never applied what Ramosha said of Shomer Psai Meshem that Hashem will protect you because many people do it. That if through smoking that will diminish your kochos, that will have an impact on your health. The Chafetz Chaim had an expression in one of, the, uh, one of his many svarim that you will be held accountable for this behavior. So the Tzitz Eliezer is strongly disagreeing with Ramosha's application of Shomer Pesayim Hashem and is bringing a raya from the Chafetz Chaim. The Chafetz Chaim never brought in that logic. Clearly he held, if it's detrimental, it's going to be usher. Now, for full transparency, the Chavetz Chaim never explicitly said, it's Aser, never said those words. But he clearly did indicate that this is not what the Ratzon Hashem is, and we will be held accountable for that behavior.
Um, Ramosha definitely says something similar. It doesn't sound like he was as strong as the Chafetz Chaim. And therefore, the Sitzel concludes in this particular tshuva on the top left of page 4. He says, There is plenty of room to say smoking is Asr al Pihalacha. He says, for sure, and this is the distinction that Ramosha made as well, for sure someone who is not yet addicted, then you have to say, it is also to become addicted, because then it's extremely difficult to get yourself out of that world. So it sounds like, again, he's not saying explicitly it's Osir Medir Isa. His Lashen is Sheyesh Makum Nirchav Le'eser Esa Ishun, which is definitely stronger than Ramosha. And again, he says that to make oneself addicted or to do anything that might lead to addiction, that is for sure Osir. Question? Yeah. With regards to leading to addiction, you know, it just takes one cigarette to start it. Yes. So how does that work in regards to, you know, somebody that's going down the road and is faced a, you know, it's a gemara or something that says that somebody's going down a road and there's bonus or something. Ikedar kacharina, lekedar kacharina. So is that a problem even taking one cigarette? So let's take a look at the Minchas Asher. The Minchas Asher addresses this. This is Asher Weiss. And he quotes Ramosha and he has a kasha and Ramosha. I want to address this question together to see how we would answer it. The, uh, the Shoel, the one posing the question, was asking regarding smoking on Yontif. And that has been a hot topic, right? no pun intended, for hundreds of years. So Rav Asher Weiss answers back, Marty Belibi, Ask me a better question. Are you allowed to smoke on a random Tuesday? Now that we know, without any doubt, how detrimental smoking is. So he quotes Ramosha, right? Ramosha who makes the analogy to eating unhealthy food, where it might not be the Derech uh, the Rambam would not be proud of you, but it's not officially Osir. So says Rav Asher Weiss, I have a kasha on the basic logic of Ramosha. Right, one of the classic examples of something that's Osir based on Sagana, on Sakana, is water that was left uncovered during the night. And the concern was that you could have a snake that crawls in there and uh, you could be drinking venom. You don't know what happens during the night. So therefore, mayim magulim is asr. The mechaber paskins in Yeridea, that bizman is that's not asr anymore because we don't have these types of animals around. The grah, though, at the end of Choshen Mishpat, he says we should still be machmir. But Rav Asher Weiss's question is, if we're concerned for Maya Magulim, because maybe a snake got in there, maybe you're going to be drinking something poisonous, that's obviously not a Sakon of Adois. It's a far-fetched concern that maybe there's Eris inside there. Nonetheless, Chazal said it's Aser. So, 
im kein what's the difference machalim sheyesh behem suffix sakana when you have foods that are very unhealthy that can also lead to sakana or in the case of smoking smoking definitely seems more unhealthy or more dangerous than mayim magulim so what's the distinction what would you say I mean, it really, it's a kasha on Ramosha, but it's really a question on, on Chazal. Chazal said, Mahim Magulim is Osir, but yet no one ever said that eating a, a fatty steak is Osir. In America, we said 2.8 million people die a year, okay. and out of those 2.8 million, almost 500,000 die from illness directly related to smoking. So worldwide, how many people die from smoking? Can you Google that for us quickly? What a wonderful tool, you know? Just look it up. Eight or nine million worldwide. Okay. See that? So smoking is much more dangerous than being overweight. Forget it. <laughs> What's that? Yes. So I think that's the distinction. If Usher Weiss is pointing out, if, if you want to look at it mathematically, what are the odds that drinking this mind magulam is going to kill you? Likely the answer is, it's not. Maybe there's a 0.03% chance it'll kill you. Okay. But when it comes to any suffix of sakana, chazal were very machmir. And therefore, this maisa, this action of taking a sip is going to be usher because maybe this sip is deadly. When it comes to fatty foods, when it comes to fried chicken, or even you could argue when it comes to uh, a shot of whiskey or a cigarette, this one thing will not kill you. There's no chance it will kill you. And for sure, if you don't inhale... It's much safer. <laughs> but I think that's the basic distinction. And therefore, from a halachic standpoint, it's much more complicated. Because we're not really looking at this behavior, or this maisa, chila, this ishun. It's more the lifestyle. If you get into this path, this path likely will kill you. So that's the basic distinction. Rav Asher concludes, as will we. He says... This is the bottom here, the right. So even though you can't say, based on our distinction, that smoking one cigarette is going to be Aser. Like we've seen now from many sources, that to allow oneself or to do anything that could cause addiction, that is Aser. So then you should also argue that, you know, there, there is such a thing as an addiction for food. So what's the difference? So his basic point is that nicotine is very, very addictive. And if you start on that path, it becomes almost impossible to do it b'meshura. I'm only going to have a cigarette now and then, you know, Purim time, you know, we're sitting out by the bleachers of kickball. Okay, you know. 
but to do it, you know, consistently, bimishura, that's a lot harder than when, you know, food, you have a tiramisu. Okay, I'm starting my diet again tomorrow. You need food to survive. What's that? You need food to survive. You don't really, you have to eat food. Oh, so that happens to be another distinction of Usher Weiss makes. He says, when it comes to food, even the food that's bad for you, oftentimes it has nutrients in it that are helpful. So that could be another chilek between unhealthy food versus smoking. There's nothing beneficial about smoking. Smokers say it's an emotional well-being. For them. Oh, so writes, he says, some people argue that it does help to calm them down. Right? And you speak to anyone who is a smoker, and that's often the case. His response is, and I think it's a very cogent response, he says, what's that? It keeps down their weight, so it keeps down their weight. There could be many side benefits of it, right? There's actually a machlokis in the post game. You'll have to smoke on Tishabov, right? For smokers, it makes it a lot easier to go through a tinus, and at least you can smoke. But Tzitzeliezer um, says, there might be side benefits to it, or it might calm you down, but that is not going to therefore be a heter to do something that's destructive. If there's an iser of sakana, that applies even if this sakana makes you feel better. Medical marijuana is... Um, I want to stay away from that conversation for now. We actually had a discussion on, on marijuana a few years ago. Now, there are many different ways of having medical marijuana without smoking, right? Xanax has much more, could have a lot of destructive patterns. A hundred percent. And Xanax, I think, is similar to nicotine because it's very addictive, you know, so... Not push it. For sure, someone taking Xanax, if it's not prescribed to them, or they're, they're taking it in a way where it might cause addiction, would likely be in the same category of, of Isser. Yeah? It seems like um, with vaping, similar mistakes are being made in your reasoning. And so the question is, how long do you have to wait for the evidence to pile up that something is detrimental to health before... People say, oh, this is maybe the same thing. I mean, I, you learn from similar patterns in the past and then say, you know, we're not going down this road again. I think that sounds pretty, pretty reasonable, pretty logical. You know, we might not have a lot of data on it yet, but we will 10 years from now, and we will 20 years from now. So, likely, uh, vaping is very much in the same category as smoking. But with Usher Weiss, let's conclude the tshuva and we can take more questions. But he says this same distinction, he feels that obviously one cigarette you cannot say is Usher, but doing anything that would cause addiction is Usher. In contrast to eating, perhaps, right? One who gets addicted to smoking, it's very hard to break the addiction. I remember hearing that Merosh Shiva, Zecher Tzadik V'Kodosh Levrocha, he was, a, he was a big smoker. He would, sm- he would smoke easily a pack a day. And then pretty much in 1964, when the Surgeon General came out with the official warning, he stopped cold turkey. He said, the mice of the medical world says that it's detrimental. We have no right to do something that's going to impact our health, our vitality, or take off years of our life. So he stopped cold turkey. And he said, that week was the hardest week of his life. He was mamish climbing the walls. But not everyone has that kind of gavura, you know, that takes a lot of self-control. 
Sof Dovar, Afshe Ein Isser Beishun, Mesuyim Shel Sagaria Mesuyemis, Yesh Isser Gomerlis Makir Leishun. He ends off Mitztarani Admaod, and it pains me greatly. Shibetakufa Shibaha Ishun Mismait Bacholo Olam Kulo. That even in a time where smoking has decreased throughout the entire world, if you look at stats of people who smoke in America, what it was 40 years ago, what it is nowadays, or other places in the world, Baruch Hashem, some of those numbers are going in the right direction. So he says, living in a time where people understand <coughs> the danger, nonetheless, mamshichim la'ashen b'yeshivos hakadoshos u'bechetzeros misuyamos, we still find that within our frum culture, sometimes in yeshiva, sometimes in other settings, people continue. And this minagra continues. Did they forget the words of Chazal? Chazal tell us that when it comes to any sakana, that's even more chomer, that's more severe than iser. He says, this must be the Atzat HaYetzer, where somehow the Yetzirah gets the best of us, and even B'nai Torah, even people who are very sincere and, and devoted to their learning and their Ruchnias, they, they fall into this trap. But says Rosh HaShemayis, it pains me greatly. So Halacha Lemaisa, Having a cigar to celebrate something you know, here and there, there's no official iser. However, right, we have to be careful to be roas and nolad. When they're children who are very impressionable, to do anything, even b'meshura, even if we're not doing it consistently, and we're doing it with, with seichel and bahagdara. But when you have other people around who could potentially learn from our behavior and view it as a cool thing to do or a nice way to chill, so that's something that really has to be on the radar. Because maybe I, I'm 35, 45, 55, I'm not going to get addicted. I know myself well enough at this point. But the 13-year-old kid who's watching me, I could be destroying his life forever. Right? So just I have to keep that in mind. Knowing the halacha, but also knowing the ramifications of our actions and the hashpa, you know. Some of the ideas here behind this. So any, any questions? You yeah. You I, I think you mentioned a little bit earlier about um, the, the, the idea of uh, being able to... Um, you're allowed to be you're allowed to be on your own self. Uh, meaning, meaning like... Um, if you're, if you're sitting around somebody smoking, right, what, are you allowed to ask the person to, to put out the, the, the cigarette? Because it's a detrimental to myself. Yeah, so halach say so you're allowed to be makbid. Now, they could walk elsewhere, you know. But, right. but, but you're allowed to say, listen, you know, we're, we're trying to, to have our meal here. We're sitting outside at a restaurant or whatever. And even if officially there's no, there's no sign-up that says no smoking allowed... You'd be allowed to ask someone, is it possible to please move over? It's really uh, disturbing our, our dinner. Based on the logic of the different countries, there's a, a very small chance of killing you as opposed to a sakana that is going to be a very small part of killing you that over time is cumulative. 
I think something like the word where we were saying that something that has a very small chance of killing you is us or living something like anything like that, like the aggressive driving. No, that, that distinction we make in many areas of halacha, that if I'm doing something right now, or even though it's, it's a 1% chance that it could lead to my death, but I'm choosing to do this, there's no toelis in doing so. I don't need to be doing this for my parnasa. Right? There are many things you're allowed to do that are dangerous. So something like skydiving, really, you have to look into the numbers there. Right? One could argue that the way it's done, you know, if it's professional and there's trainers and there's an extra parachute, whatever they do, you could theoretically argue that it's not significant enough to call it dangerous to the point where it's usur mishum sakana. You could argue that. I'm just not sure what the numbers are. But, but this example of driving aggressively, you know, that's much more dangerous than, than skydiving. A person's going 95 on, on, on the 95, right? <laughs> Swerving in and out. So that's mamish. That's also midiraiso. Not just not just because other people, even for yourself, there was a toelis. I'm not sure we consider that a toelis. You could also argue it helps me get out of my rage. <laughs> I don't think that's toelis. Okay, shkoyach. Have a great day, everybody.